Rooted Girls, Chrissy Shu here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We have an awesome topic to cover on the podcast, but before we jump into all of that, we are in full swing in the midst of the holiday season. I hope you all had such a great Thanksgiving, celebrating with family or maybe celebrating with friends. I know I did. I had to like keep reminding myself, Christy, pace yourself on the food because my family, we like to eat, okay? So we all get together usually and go over to my uncle's house and he has course after course after course. So first we start around 2.30 with appetizers and I love appetizers. I almost love appetizers more than the Thanksgiving meal. So um, we started at 2.30 with appetizers. It was good, but again, I told myself, go slow. We still got a meal coming. And then we had the Thanksgiving meal around four. And then after that, we have dessert around six. So it's just like course after course after course, food after food after food. So it's like a day full of eating. (laughs) So not a bad thing, but it's a lot of eating. So I kept telling myself, okay, Chrissy, pace yourself, make it all the way to dessert. And I'm happy to say I did okay. Because usually, I don't know if any of you are like me, you eat a lot on Thanksgiving and then you regret it later when you're laying on the couch. (laughs) So anyways, it all went well for me and it was just a really fun time hanging out with family and some of those people I love most. And I hope um, you had a great Thanksgiving and now we're gearing up for Christmas. I don't know about you, but I absolutely cannot believe that 2019 is almost over. I have no idea where this year has even gone. To me, it feels like we just celebrated New Year's to start this year, and now it's already going to be 2020. So anyways, um, I hope you guys have had a great year, and we have two more podcast episodes left, including this one, to wrap up the year, and it's been so fun so far. We started this podcast um, back in June. We're actually on episode 13 here, crazy. We have one more episode to go before we wrap up 2019, and then we're excited and looking forward to the new year because we've got a ton of great new content and questions that we are actually in the midst of preparing for you guys now. So be on the lookout for those. But again, thanks for listening. We're glad you're here. I'm actually um, flying solo on today's podcast, but I'm excited about it because we are talking about one of my absolute favorite topics to talk about. I was actually just flying um, on a plane earlier today and I was kind of preparing and praying about this podcast episode. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, I think what we're talking about on this episode, episode 13, is truly one of my favorite topics, if not my favorite topic to talk about. So I'm pumped for that. But before we get into that, if this is your first time ever checking out the Rooted Podcast, first off, thank you. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you're checking it out. But um, we created this podcast to be a resource for you. We do Rooted Girls conferences. And every year at our conferences, we have a session called The Panel where we allow girls to submit questions that they want answers to anonymously, really about anything. Nothing's really off limits. One time we even got a question, do you think aliens are real? (laughs) So like I said, nothing is off limits. That one was interesting and I hope it was a joke. But um, we get all kinds of questions and we just answer them based off of our life experiences and what we learned and off of how God has moved in our lives. Um, We also always try to just share truth from the Bible. We always want to point you towards truth. So that's how we created the podcast is to answer your questions and to help um, navigate you through life. So again, we're glad you're tuning in. Like I said, today, I'm super pumped about this topic. 
one of my favorite topics to talk about, and we've titled this podcast, Passionately Pursuing Your Purpose. And um, I'm excited to dive in and just talk about going after the call of God on each and every one of your lives. So without any farther ado, um, let me introduce our questions for today. Question um, number one that one of the Rooted Girls asked is, how do you tell the difference between the calling of God and just something you want to do? And then another question that was asked along the same lines is, what can I do today to start preparing for what God has purposed for me to do? Wow, both super great questions, and I am so pumped to just jump in, and I'm going to start now. So I love talking about purpose and calling, and I'm sure if you've ever been to a church service, a youth service, had Christian influences in your life, you've heard God has a plan for your life. You've probably heard Jeremiah 29 11. You've probably heard God's called you to do great things. And I'm here to tell you today that that is all true. <laughs> he has a unique call for every single one of our lives, whether you think he does for you or whether you're like, eh, I don't think that's for me. He really does. God created each of us for a reason and with a specific calling and with a specific purpose, and um, which is really cool. You know, that's something to definitely be excited about. But I think um, young people and girls, you know, a lot of the time is like, cool. You know, we've heard that our whole lives, especially if you've grown up in the church at all. And you're like, I love that. I love that God has a purpose for me. And I love that God has a plan for me. But how in the world do I figure out what that is? And how in the world do I start to pursue that and go after that? And how in the world do I even achieve, you know, and accomplish whatever that purpose is that God has for me? So today I'm going to kind of tackle these questions that have been asked and talk about all the things I just named. And, you know, I don't have all the answers, um, but I'm going to kind of give you my perspective and talk off of some of my life experiences and off of some of the things that the Bible says when it comes to pursuing purpose. So first off, I just kind of want to tackle um, number one, how do you find your call? Because I'm sure some of you are listening and you're like, sweet, they're doing an episode on purpose. I have no idea what my purpose is. And I want to know really bad. I feel like I'm running out of time. I need to know now, like half of my friends know. I have no idea. I'm going off to college in a couple of years. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have no idea what I should study. And that is okay. And I just want to tell you today that God works in mysterious ways and he reveals purpose to people in his own way and in his own timing. So if you're like 18 and you're listening to this, or if you're even 19, 20, and you're like, I still have no idea what God wants me to do with my life. I have no idea what my calling is. I want to tell you that that is okay. (laughs) And everybody, he speaks to everybody in different ways and at different times. And he will reveal it to you, what you're supposed to do, what your call is in his perfect timing and in his own perfect way. And that timing is going to look different for everybody. If you've ever heard a little bit of my story, um, you know, God told me what I was supposed to do and he placed a call on my heart and on my life when I was very young. I was actually six years old and I grew up going to a Christian school. You know, I was very blessed to go to private Christian school and we had chapel services every week and um, I was in first grade and a missionary came in from the Philippines and she was talking to us about um, her missionary journeys and she was showing us pictures and telling us stories and things. And I remember as a little first grader, that's, I was six, you know, that's really where I heard God speak to me for the first time. And he said, Christy, that's what I want you to do when you grow up. I want you to be a missionary 
and I want you to go around and tell people about me. And I was like, oh my gosh, so exciting. And you know, first graders always feel the need to tell their teacher everything. So I went up to my teacher and I said, Mrs. Foster, God told me he wants me to be a missionary when I grow up. And she started crying and she took me up to the lady um, who was a missionary to the Philippines to get prayed for and went home. And I told my parents that day, mom, dad, I'm going to be a missionary when I grow up. And um, they were like, cool, Christy. But uh, I don't really think they believed me because um, the week before that, I wanted to be like a doctor because I would go to the doctor with my mom. But now I really can't stand hospitals or blood. So clearly that wasn't my calling. Or I wanted to be a librarian, I would say, because I would go to the library with my mom to story time or um, we'd check out all these fun books. And I was like, man, I want to be a librarian. They have access all the time to all these fun books. Or this is the best one yet. I would say I wanted to be a cashier because I would go to the grocery store with my mom and I would see um, the cashier like press all these really fun buttons. And I was like, oh my goodness, that looks so fun. Like I want to do that. So I would say all these different kinds of things. But ever um, since that day in first grade, when I heard, you know, from the Lord, I want you to be a missionary. I said that to my family, my parents, and never said anything else. And so, like I said, God always reveals callings and purpose and things in his own timing and in his own way. So for me, I think he knew like he had to get a hold of my heart at such a young age and um, just keep building and building and building upon what he told me at age six. Cause I heard that at age six, you know, but I had no idea what that looked like. I had no idea how to accomplished that. I had no idea when that would even happen. You know, I didn't know all the steps, but, um, I think God, no, he does know. I don't think I know God knows um, what's best. And he knew like, I have to, you know, get Christy while she's young and start preparing your heart and things. So I don't know why God does things with certain timings or in certain ways like he does, but I know he always has a plan and he always knows what's best for us. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, Oh shoot, you know, Christy heard at age six, I'm 17 and I, I didn't, didn't hear at age six, you know, that's okay. Everybody, God tells everybody at a different pace, everybody at a different time. But what I do know is he will tell you, um, as you're seeking after him. So really in order to find your call, the best advice I could give you, and it sounds super simple, but it's just to love the Lord, your God with all your mind, all your heart, all your strength in that scriptural, but to just pursue God and seek after him with absolutely everything that you have. And as you're doing that and you're getting closer and closer to him, he will reveal your calling and your purpose to you in his perfect way. And as you're seeking after God and pursuing your relationship with him and growing in your relationship with him, you'll be able to recognize his voice more clearly. You may have heard me say this before if you've listened to another podcast or if you've heard me speak before, but I always say like, think of God as a friend. Like the more you talk to your friend, the more you're you get to know your friend, you'll recognize the things she says, you'll recognize her humor, you'll recognize, you know, different tendencies that your friend has. It's the exact same thing with God. The more you spend time talking to God in his word, praying, the more you'll get used to how he moves, how he works, how he speaks. So in order to find your call, the number one thing I could encourage you to do is just, and it sounds simple, but it's so, so, so important is just to keep seeking after God with everything that you have. And the Bible says, when you seek, you shall find. And I know that he will answer you and he will reveal callings and purpose to you in his own way and in his own um, perfect timing. But you have to be fully and wholeheartedly just seeking after him. And like I've said a couple times already, God always knows 
and has the best timing for us. And I love to think of the life of David. Um, as we all know, you know, a lot of us who are familiar with David, when we automatically hear David from the Bible, we think of David's big moment when he defeated Goliath or David's big moment when he was, you know, called to be king over all of Israel and all those, maybe you think of David with Bathsheba and falling into sin and things. But what a lot of us sometimes brush past is the fact that David had many years before he was anointed and called to be king of Israel. He had many years where he was just a simple shepherd boy out in the pastures taking care of the sheep. And that was like, he was the youngest brother at that time. So that was like the lowest job on the totem pole. And that's what David spent many years doing just by himself out there in the pasture, taking care of the sheep. So he wasn't, I wouldn't say, you know, David was like doing something crazy significant with his life at that moment, or he wasn't ruling a nation yet. Um, so it might seem like he wasn't living in significance, but really those years when David was in the pasture, just taking care of the sheep for the family were such critical years for David on the journey to him pursuing his calling and his purpose, because those years in the pasture is where David got so close to the Lord and where he just was captivated um, by the Lord. And he just grew such a deep, true and genuine relationship with the Lord where those years he spent just tending the sheep by himself in the pasture, writing Psalms, worshiping God, praying, spending time with him. And those years, I love to think about, like they were preparation for when he was anointed king and when he did fully step into his calling of ruling a nation, which is a huge calling. But all those years before were like prep time where God was preparing David's heart, drawing him close to him and just getting him ready for what was to come. So if you're, you know, listening to this podcast, you're a rooted girl that's like, I want to know my calling. I've been seeking after God and I still don't know. That's okay. There was so many, if we look at David's life, there was so many years where David wasn't sure and David didn't know and look at all that God used him to do. So just trust the process. Trust that God is working something out. Trust that God does have a plan and he's going to open that up and just reveal that to you in his perfect way. But in the years where you're unsure or in the years where you're like, I don't know what's next or I don't know what my call is. The number one thing you could do and the most important thing you could do is just seek after God with everything you have and just grow your relationship with him, fall more in love with him every single day. And before you know it, just like David, you know, one day he was called out from the field and said, hey, come to the house. Someone wants to see you. And it was prophesied over him that he would become the next king of Israel. So huge calling. So you just never know, but um, you just always want to be seeking after God wholeheartedly. And like I've been saying, he will show you in his perfect timing or his perfect way. And if you're wondering, like, how could I hear the voice of God or how, you know, Christy, you mentioned you heard God speak to you. How does that even happen? I would really love to encourage you to go back and listen to the first Ruta Girls podcast that we ever did. It's called Hearing the Voice of God. It's with um, me and our rooted leader, Trisha Patterson. And it just talks about the different ways God speaks to us. So that can maybe give you some insight on um, what it looks like to hear the voice of God. That would be a great episode. Again, that's episode one. But um, God speaks in many different ways. He could do like a still small voice 
in your heart, you know, to your heart, like a whisper, like he did to me when I was six years old. He could speak through somebody else like he did um, to David when he was prophesied to be king over Israel. So go listen to episode one of the podcast to hear about different ways God could speak to you. But all this to say, um, God does have a call for each and every one of your lives. And in order to find that call, just seek after him because he will show you. And it might look different than it did for me. It might not even be God directly speaking to you. It might just be you doing something and living out a passion of yours and realizing like, I'm in love with doing this. Like say you join the worship team at your church or something and you feel like, man, I feel most connected to God when I am just singing or leading worship, helping people connect with God through worship. Maybe God is a calling on your life to be a worship leader. So it could happen like that. It could be like you're doing something, you're serving in some capacity, and you're like, man, I wish I could do this for the rest of my life. Similar thing kind of happened to me. Um, You know, I said, I heard when I was six that I was supposed to be a missionary. But again, I really didn't know how to even go about that. I really didn't even know like what that looked like. And um, once I got into high school, I the summer before I went to high school, I went on my first missions trip. And we went to Guatemala. It was an incredible trip. But um, that first night of ministry, I remember we went to a local church and did a night of ministry at a local church in Guatemala. And um, after that night, I was like, man, I'm in love with this. God, please let me do things like this for the rest of my life. So as I took steps forward and started to pursue the call that God had for me, I really realized like, man, there's nothing else I want to do for the rest of my life. I'm so passionate about this. So who knows, you know, maybe you could be serving in an area or just involved in something at school and you realize like, man, I have such a passion for this. And I just want to clear something up too, because my calling is full-time ministry and missions and things, but I just want to make this very clear that callings look so different. The word calling or finding your purpose doesn't mean that you have to be doing something in full-time ministry. Throughout this podcast, I'm going to relate to myself a lot. And like I said, I feel called to full-time ministry, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's your calling. So don't think that in order for God to use you or in order for God to really have a call in your life, that it has to be ministry. I know so many people who are doctors, nurses, teachers, you know, you name it, moms, (laughs) you know, and they're feeling like they're living out their calling. So it doesn't have to be something ministry related to feel like you have a call of God on your life. It can come and look any way, shape, or form as long as you're seeking God in the midst of it all and always bringing people closer to him with what you're doing. So first off, how to find your call, seek after God with absolutely everything you have. And then one of the questions that was asked was, how do you tell the difference between the calling of God and just something you want to do? That is a tough thing to sometimes decipher. But like I mentioned a little bit ago, really, really seek after God. And as you get to know him more, you'll recognize his voice and you'll recognize like, yeah, that was God speaking to me. Or I think I just made that up on my own. But if there are some moments where you're like, I think God's calling me to do this. I'm just not sure though, if it's me or if it's God, I would just encourage you to pray for confirmation. There's been several times in my life where I felt like God's specifically told me to do something or, um, He's directing me to say something to somebody and or directing me to go somewhere. And I've kind of just been like, well, God, I don't know. Like, did I come up with that on my own? Was that just like a nice idea I had or was that really you? So I would just pray for confirmation. And every time I've done that or prayed for like some kind of a sign or God to just confirm through somebody or something, 
what I felt like he was telling me to do, um, he has always given me a sign every time I've prayed for it or asked for it. And it's, it's looked different from time to time, but he's always confirmed it. So if you're like, man, I feel like God's calling me to be a teacher. You know, I really have a heart for kids. I really have a heart to pour into the next generation. I really have a heart to help people learn things and open kids' eyes to new concepts and things. That's awesome. That would be a great calling, but, um, definitely pray. Like if you're not sure, like, I don't know if, I just thought of that on my own or if it's God, you know, definitely pray like God, if I'm supposed to be a teacher, just continue to just make it so clear to me and continue to open up the right doors in that area. Continue to just give me such a peace about um, pursuing that profession. And like I said, there's never been a time where I've prayed for confirmation where God did not give it to me in a time where I needed it. And it may not come right away, but he definitely will um, give you that confirmation if you're asking him for it. So hopefully that covered and answered the question about how do you tell the difference between the calling of God on your life and just something you want to do. But so first off, you know, we talked about how you find your call. I said, really just pursue God wholeheartedly and he will show you in his own perfect timing, in his own way. I know that may sound simple and it's maybe not like the most direct answer to a question like that, but it is so true. You need to pursue God and fall after him with everything you have. And so now I kind of want to shift gears for the second little part of this podcast and talk about like once you've found your call and you feel like, okay, God has called me to be a teacher or, you know, whatever it might be. Like once you feel like I know this is what God's calling me to do, how do you go after it? And that is actually a question I get a lot because a lot of times I'll share my story of how um, I did feel called to full-time ministry and missions and how God has used me to do start this ministry called Kingdom Kids Homes that does missions work in Haiti. We have an orphanage there. We minister to several kids on a weekly basis, and we're in the midst of building a Christian school there and a community center. And we take people on missions trips all the time, you know, all these things. So I get this question a lot, like, how did you do that? Or like, how did you actually make what was, you know, a dream come to life or the call of God in your life? How did you actually put it into action and start pursuing that? The first thing I would tell you to do is to pray, pray, and then pray some more for God to open the right doors. Because honestly, when God put the huge call, very direct, specific call in my life to start an orphanage in Haiti and start this ministry called Kingdom Kids Homes in Haiti, I was 18 years old, so probably around the same age as a lot of you. And I was a freshman in college, and I literally had no idea what the first step would be to even doing something like that. I remember praying like, okay, God, like I want to say yes. And I want to fall after you and obey what you've called me to do, but I don't even know what step one is. So I would say step one from my experience is to pray. So once I decided that I said yes to like the big specific call that God was putting on my life, I prayed a lot and I did take steps forward. And I actually went on a trip to Haiti, you know, the place where I felt like God was calling me to start this ministry and things. So you will have to move and you will have to put some things into action for sure. But the most important thing you could do once you feel like you know what God's called you to do is pray. Pray for God to put the right people across your path. Pray for God to open the right doors. Pray for God to give you wisdom and to give you direction as you're beginning to pursue the call that he has on your life. Why do I say that's the most important thing (laughs) is because you can't, fulfill a God-given dream, a God-given call, or your God-given purpose and leave God out of it. You know, when we pray, we're inviting God in, we're inviting God to be a part of the process, a part of the journey with us. So you need to constantly be praying and saying, God, 
I am weak without you, but with you I am strong. God, I need your strength to do this. This task is too big for me. God, go before me. God, prepare me. God, make the way. And it's so cool because I know from personal experience, when you do pray that, God does go before you. God does open the right doors. God does pop what you need in your lap and he will just completely make the way for you. But it's so important that we constantly, not just once, but that we're constantly inviting God in and praying like God go before me and God make the way. And I want to say too, a lot of times I'm, I'm pretty sure I may be wrong, but for me, it was definitely this way. And I could guarantee you if other people were talking about, you know, their journey or how they went after a call of God on their life, they would say the same thing. A lot of times it's not like you're going to see the whole picture right before you and you're going to know every single step. A lot of times it's just doing what you know to do and just doing the next thing God called you to do. When I was starting Kingdom Kids Homes in Haiti, I had no, no clue how it was all going to work out, but I just did what was next. So like I said, I started with praying a lot, but then I started by calling my friends friends who were missionaries in Haiti. And I just started asking them a bunch of questions about Haiti, about doing missions there, about the culture. And I just started learning because that was literally the only thing I knew to do (laughs) is to call them, get some info about what their life was like there. And I also signed up to go on a missions trip to Haiti because I'd never been there before. And I felt like God was calling me to start an orphanage and a ministry there. And I was like, man, I've never even been to Haiti. I guess I should go. So that was all I knew to do. That was, it was to pray and invite God to be a part of the process, invite God to go before me and to just say, okay, I'm just going to do the next step, which is going on a trip to Haiti. And then I went on that trip and God opened the next door and I just walked through that door. Then I, after that door, he opened the next door and I walked through that door. So a lot of times when God's giving you a call or he reveals purpose to you, he's not going to show you the whole plan, the whole roadmap of how it's all going to work out. And from my experience, I think God does that on purpose because I know I could guarantee you, you know, if God showed me the whole roadmap to when I was pursuing the call in my life of starting this ministry, Kingdom Kids Homes, there would have, I would have probably said no <laughs> before I would have got into it. You know, God just reveals to us step by step by step because sometimes I think if God shows us the whole journey, we'll get a little overwhelmed and we, we'll be like, I have to go through what to get there? Like, that is way too hard. But when we're in the midst of it and just taking it step by step by step, we seem, you know, we think, okay, we can do this. We just got to get through it. You know, because pursuing purpose and pursuing calling isn't an easy road. It's the best road. And I always say, There's nothing, there's no better feeling than like fully pursuing the call of God in your life. But there are challenges and there are trials that'll come up. We'll talk about that in a minute. But back to saying God doesn't show us the whole picture. He just shows us piece by piece. And the best thing we can do as we're trying to live out and pursue this call of God in our life is just to say yes and to go after the next thing. Because I think sometimes people just want to get to the finish line so fast And they're like, okay, I want to start and I just want to get there, um, but I don't know how to get all the way to the finish line. It's like, just do what you know next to do. And then God will open the next door. And trust me, from my experience, as you step forward in faith and God sees you doing your very best to obey him and to pursue your purpose, he will partner with you and he will open door after door after door and he will truly make the way. So first off, when you feel like God's giving you a call and you're like, how do I pursue it? Pray, pray, pray. And then next off, just do what you know to do and God will meet you there. And I also want to encourage you to, as you're going after step after step, I mentioned this a moment ago, but the road 
is sadly not always going to be easy because as you are pursuing the call of God on your life and going after your purpose, um, God honors that, God loves that, but the enemy, he hates that. He hates to see God's children, God's people obeying God, going after their God-given call, going after the plan that God has for their life. The Lord loves that. The Lord delights in that, but the enemy absolutely hates that. So I just want to give you a heads up and forewarning as you are going after God's purpose and plan for your life. Spiritual warfare is real. The enemy will come after you and attack from attack might look different, but I know for me personally, I've been attacked with just deep, deep discouragement and I'm such a positive person. So um, the enemy has really just attacked me with discouragement, lies in my head like you can't do it. Nobody believes in you. Nobody thinks this is a good idea. Nobody's going to follow after it. Nobody's going to jump on board. Just lie after lie. You know, the Bible says the enemy prowls around like a lion looking to steal, kill, and destroy. And from my personal life and personal experience, you know, I know that is definitely true. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you start to fall after the purpose God has for you and the call God has for your life, and you start to experience some hardship or something that seems like an attack of the enemy, it's probably going to come. And I know that's probably not the most comforting thing to hear, but that also should be a comforting thing to hear because that means you are working for the kingdom of God and the enemy sees you as a threat and he sees you as somebody he needs to stop because he sees how many incredible things in the road you're on to doing so many incredible things for the kingdom of God. And he feels like he has to put a stop to you. So I know this might sound kind of scary saying the things about the enemy, but we do not need to fear because there's so much power in the name of Jesus. And just by saying in the name of Jesus, the enemy has to be shut down. He has to flee and he has to stop. So we need to just take the authority we have in the name of Jesus and say, enemy, I hate how you're attacking me right now. In Jesus' name, get off me. In Jesus' name, you do not have a place in this plan. You do not have a place in my purpose. In Jesus' name, you need to flee. And he has to flee. He has to run. He has to just completely go away because there's so much power in the name of Jesus that causes the enemy to just be shut down. So yes, the enemy probably will attack you. I just want to encourage you to keep going if you are pursuing purpose in the enemy attacks you. There's been a lot of times, honestly, I've talked a lot about Kingdom Kids Homes and just me following after that call in my life. There's been so many times where the enemy has attacked me, even just this week. We just had a really big fundraiser for the ministry. We do it every year and it's always a crazy busy time. We do it every December. And um, just this week, the enemy has attacked me with sickness. The day of this big fundraiser gala, I woke up feeling absolutely horrible But really this year, you know, in the midst of this big fundraiser where we're getting all these new supporters and we're celebrating everything God has been doing through our ministry, the enemy has just attacked me with such deep discouragement. And like I said before, I'm a very positive person. You know, it takes a lot to drag me down. But lately I have just, this past week in the midst of this time of fundraisers and things, the enemy has just spoken to me lie after why, after why, and just giving me deep discouragement. Like, you're never going to be able to accomplish this new thing. Nobody cares about this. Nobody's going to jump on board with you. You should just quit and stop everything, is what I've heard this whole past week. 
And today, finally, I was just like, I'm sick of that. I'm not believing that. That is an attack from the enemy. I recognize that this is him lying to me and trying to get me down. Earlier, and like I mentioned earlier, I was on a plane. I was like, yeah, devil, you don't have a place here anymore. (laughs) Jesus is my God. He is my king. I'm following after what he's called me to do in the name of Jesus. Stop messing with me. Stop attacking me. So it is going to happen. The enemy, unfortunately, will try to discourage us. He will try to attack us. He wants to stop us from pursuing the purpose and call God has for us. But like I said, do not let that scare you. Do not let that deter you from going after what God's called you to do, but just take that and say, enemy, no, in Jesus name, you're not going to win here. That's just a couple practical tips as we're talking about passionately pursuing what God has called us to do. So just to quickly recap how to find your call, completely seek after God all the time, wholeheartedly, and he will reveal it to you in his perfect timing, in his own perfect way. And once you feel like, okay, I think I know what God's calling me to do. How do I go after it? Pray, 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 pray for God to go before you, for God to lead you, and just do the next thing. So that kind of answers the second question that was asked for this podcast. What can I do today to start preparing for what God has purposed for me to do in the future? Just do the next thing that's in front of you and trust that God will open up the right doors, door after door after door. And I just want to encourage you to say yes, because sometimes an opportunity will present itself that looks like a good thing and you kind of hesitate. You're like, I don't know if I should do it or not. Just say yes to opportunities that come up, to opportunities that are in front of you and just watch as God opens door after door and makes the way for you as you move forward in faith and as you move forward um, trusting him, he really will provide every single step of the way. So I hope you guys have got something from this episode as I'm beginning to wrap up here Um, I just want to say no matter what season you're in, if you're in that first season where you're like, God, how do I find my purpose? God revealed to me whatever call you have for me. Or if you're in the season where you're saying like, I think I know what God wants me to do, my purpose. Now I want to go after it. Whatever season you're in, just always seek God first. Always pray that he'll go before you. Always pray that he'll make the way. Just Always, just like we talked about David in the past year, always be striving and seeking after just deepening your relationship with the Lord and just finding your strength from him. Because that is the way we can pursue our purpose and how we can achieve, you know, whatever God has called us to do and purpose for us to do is by keeping God at the center and at the forefront. As I said earlier, it's a God-given call. It's a God-given purpose. God needs to be involved in every single part of it. And I also want to challenge you too to always say, what's next, God? For me, I've kind of hit on how God's allowed me to create this ministry called Kingdom Kids Homes, which is totally what I feel like God's purpose for me to do. And this ministry rooted with the conferences we have and the different events and this podcast. These are things that I really feel like God has called and purposed specifically for me to do. But I am always asking, okay, God, what's next? I never just want to be okay with where he has me, but I'm always praying like, God, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for where I've been. Thank you for what you've allowed me to do. But what's next? Grow me, stretch me, take me deeper, use me in bigger ways, bigger ways than I could even imagine that you'd use me. So no matter what season you're in, I always want to challenge you girls to just be asking God, like, what's next? I want to do more for your kingdom. I want to bring even more people closer to your heart and never just settle um, for status quo or never just be okay with what is, but always be just seeking after God and saying, 
God, what do you have next for me? So as I wrap up here, I've loved just speaking on this topic of passionately pursuing purpose, and I hope you girls have got something out of it. Um, there's a quote that was said by one of my mentors um, when I was in high school, and I actually have it on like this board right above my desk in my bedroom at home, and it says, live your life in a way that speaks years after you've left this earth. And I have it like right there, smack dab in the middle of my bedroom so I can always remember every day I want to live my life in a way that speaks years after I'm gone. And reading that quote and saying that to myself just keeps it in the forefront of my mind and it makes me always want to live every day on purpose for God. So I just want to encourage you girls, as you're seeking after purpose, as you're asking God, what is my purpose? Or as you're starting to take steps forward to follow after what he's called you to do, I just want to encourage you, Rita Girls, to make it your mission to be a person that lets your story live on for years after you've left this earth and always making your mission to be a person that lives on purpose for Jesus. So, all right. Well, I look, it looks like uh, that's what I have for you girls today. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, episode 13. If you guys have any questions about purpose or pursuing after your purpose, please reach out to me. Uh, message me on Instagram, shoot us an email through the Rooted website, rootedgirls.org. We want to be a resource for you guys. We're here to help you guys. And um, we absolutely love you guys. So thanks for listening, girls. I hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure you tune in for the next episode, which is going to be the third Friday of December. We always do new episodes the first and third Friday. And today we talked about passionately pursuing our purpose. In the next episode, episode 14, as we wrap up 2019, we're going to talk about passionately pursuing Jesus in our relationship with him. So make sure you mark your calendars and make sure you're ready for that one. Again, girls, thanks for listening. Love you girls. Bye.